Hello there, and welcome to episode six of Cooperation. I am your host and government master, Tony Wilkinson. And uh, it's going to be a little bit of a light episode today. We're missing some of our hosts, so we're going to keep it casual. But if everyone else wants to go ahead and introduce themselves. Every boy, Grandmaster Donnie D. That's not true. That's a lie. <laughs> City um, Council Member Donald <laughs> Dictate. <laughs> I, I am a councilman de la Espriella of districts two and seven. I am councilman Renea Anderson. Um, and I want to apologize. There might be some background noise. You might hear people singing and doing stuff in the background. I am uh, obviously not in my usual location. I'm recording from work today. So that's why it looks like I'm in a dungeon. Um, but it's uh, the best I could do. I couldn't get away. I couldn't get home in time. So here we are. Uh, today, we're going to, just since we're missing some council members, I had a big thing I was going to throw at you guys, but we're going to push it off till next session, and hopefully when we can have everybody here. Um, and instead, you guys are just going to get to meet some more NPCs. Um, out of curiosity, is are there any problems or questions you guys have had about how the bunk bunker functions or the people living in it? Uh, is there anyone you would like to call forward to talk to? Kind of think Easy E's a little suspicious. Easy E, the frozen. Well, I guess there's no proof he's a stoner, but in my notes, I wrote <laughs> a frozen stoner. Um, so uh, you, you could have a check in with Easy E if you wanted. You could question him in more depth. Um, I'm good for right now. I don't, I'm, I don't have questions. I just wanted to point out that I think he's suspicious. Uh huh. Uh, Easy, easy, my boy. I trust him, even though I've only spoken to him once. I'd just like to point that out. So, yeah, um, but uh, let's think. Who do we want to talk to, guys? Um, no, we, do have, we do have one problem left over from last week we didn't get to. We could start with that. Hmm? Um, so, uh, do you guys want to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yep. <clears throat> um, so. Uh, you guys are hosting another, it's been a, it's, let's say it's been a couple weeks since your last um, open meeting. Uh, unfortunately, two of the council members are busy with other duties right now, but you guys decided to go ahead and talk to the people who wanted to show up anyway. Um, when your session starts, you see that there has been someone uh, waiting um, since you got there. He seems very ready to go. Um, and as it opens up, you see a man walk in. Um, he is relatively uh, relatively squat, like he's kind of a shorter man, uh, a little bit more of a build to him. Um, you know, he's got kind of got a tummy, is what I mean. Uh, and he's wearing kind of work suspenders, overalls, or whatever you want to call them, um, and uh, kind of like a ball cap. Well, it's not really a ball cap uh, sitting on his head. Um, and uh, the computer introduces him as the plumber for your facility. Mario, Mario. <laughs> oh, fuck. Good evening, uh, Mr. Mario. Thank you for coming. Uh, yeah, hi there. The name's uh, Mario, Mario. Uh, yeah, give me a good firm handshake there. There we go. Yes, it's a me, a Mario, Mario, and it's a nicer <laughs> to me. Yeah. Um, so uh, you guys have hired me on. So we just, basically, there's this problem um, we've been having. Uh, we've been dealing with this new type of technology that none of us have been able to kind of wrap our our minds around working in this facility. I mean, we have we have the thermal energy coming to the core. 
and we have the water moving through the base. And there are these strange devices they're traveling through um, that were recently patented, I think are called pipes. And uh, the problem is no one in the base has any idea how these things work. Uh, we don't know what to do. We don't know where <laughs> to go with them. Um, it just, I think really this technology, it's, it's front of the line, state of the art, and we are just completely lost. Um, I, I, I just, I don't know how we're gonna maintain this highly delicate, crazy system of just frankly, what I consider to be magic that's running through <laughs> this space. Um, and I think I need more resources to be able to, um, to keep this running. Uh, Councilman right. Dictine, do you have any uh, any thoughts on this? I've never heard of this ship before. What 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 did you call it, Mr. Mario? What peeps? Pipes. They're peeps, right? Pipes. That's what it is. Pipes. Okay. I don't know if it stands for something. <laughs> I don't know where they came. They just showed up in the base one day. We didn't even build them. I I I think <laughs> I think they're legitimately a gift from a god or other deity that has come to forsake or save our land. I have no idea what I'm doing. I just basically run around and jump on the things and hit so them with a the pipe every time. So are they, are they in the ground already? Like, is that where they showed up or are there just like these things off to the side somewhere? Some of them are in the ground. Um, others okay. are behind walls or above <laughs> our heads. Um, above us? Basically, yes. Above him, we're surrounded by these things, and <laughs> this I. This is a this is a security measure. We got to get the general in here. Wait a minute, what's that guy from last week? It's too new. It's too new. Too futuristic. Gotta go. I just think I'm I'm just worried about this technology. I guess there's nothing we can really do about it, but I wanted to bring it to someone's attention. Um, but it's running I, fine. Like nothing's wrong it, with it. It's running perfectly fine. Have had had no issues. Um, you know that we've had uh, we've had a couple of like clogged toilets or whatever, but that's been handled by my brother who's working maintenance for the facility. Um, What's so, his name? Luigi. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just wanted to put that on everyone's radar because I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with these things, but I think it's a ticking time bomb before these pipes are the end of us. Oh wow! That's I, I, heavy. Um. I, I got to say, out of all the technology we've had, thermal energy, we take it to the core, roided up hamsters who have sex too often that they're overbreeding, pipes, biggest problem. Well, the crazy. We don't know the type of shit that goes through it. We use pipes for everything. We use we use pipes for the water. We actually have gerbil <laughs> pipes that we use to to transport the gerbils from one end of the base to the other. Um, we just got pipes everywhere, and I I'm just really worried about it. But I, the more I think about it, there's really no reason to bring this to your attention. I guess I'm just going to get back to um, to to the, the study and trying to understand what exactly this, these strange devices are and how they work. All right. Well, thank you, Mr. Layman's eyes, this kind of seems like they're a hollow thing that something can move through. But I think there's more to it. I think there's something. We got to dig around a little bit more. Well, maybe. Oh, well, here's something you could do. Could you bring it over to some of our scientists, have them poke around with it a little bit? Yes, that could be one thing. I can take a take a couple scientists and we can work out uh, mapping out and trying to figure out exactly how these pipes work. Uh, That's just good. That this technology is so crazy. It's, it's so <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Mr. Mario. Thank you, yeah. Mr. Mario, very much. I we appreciate all the work that the plumbing and and our maintenance workers have been doing. You guys rock our socks off. Bring in your brother sometime. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually, I don't know if you know this, I, um, 
you know, we got to maybe there's a bill in the future where we help out some of our maintenance workers a little bit more. So uh, keep up, uh, keep up the good work, my guy. Thank, Thank you, Mario. That'd Give a great. shout out to Luigi. Uh, I, I was wondering if we could have more mushrooms in the cafeteria cuisine. Um, I've really been. What type? Yeah. No. Uh, well, you know, the kind that make you grow really big. Ah, I know what kind you're talking about. Good. We, we'll discuss it in our next future bill, Mr. Mario Mario. All right, thank you. Well, that's going to be it for me. Um, I guess now, farewell. 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 Uh, and he exits. Um, and that was... That was the, um, I'm sorry, I just really wanted to get I hate out. I you totally so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's one um, thing. Can we get a breakdown of who's frozen? We do. Yeah. It's on the, uh, it's on the list. Yeah, yeah but like, I want to know like, did they have kids? Did they have pets? Who, who were they really on the inside? Um, I want to well, get to know the real cryo people. <laughs> I have some of that info. Yeah, I can give you guys a little breakdown of, of in your cryostasis. I mean, I don't know if you want me to read out all 50 people. I'm good. Let's say two. You pick two. <laughs> pick the most interesting well, ones and read them out. You just, Correct. Um, I'll, I'll pick two that have like people in the base with them. Cool. Um, so uh, you have actually a few like parents or um, even a wife. Uh, someone's wife is cryogenically frozen as well. Um, but they, uh, they, they, you know, they range from basically they're all specialized in super specific scientific fields. Um, for example, you have a pathologist named Quentin Boone, who is the father of Agatha Boone, who works in your base, who's currently in stasis, um, around age 40. Um, as well as, you know, you have uh, a father named Marco Ingham, who's the father to Amia Ingham, who is in stasis at the age of 62, who is a a specialist in cryogenics. Um, oh. What? Oh. Ironically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's, 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 you know, it, pretty much any, I, I tried to be very broad with it. So any like general scientific inquiry you guys had, there'd be someone who could possibly answer the question if it wasn't within the scope of your general scientists um, that you have in your base. Um, but in your base, you have already a bunch of pathologists and chemists and, and a lot of specialized scientists as well. These are just supposed to be people that are like basically a trump card to solve any problem related yeah. to the field if it were to arise. Cool. Um, I guess, um, how's the training of the gerbils going? I know that was something we left off last time. How's that going? Well, we could, uh, we could talk with, uh, with our boy. What is his name? I'm pulling up he was the Australian, story. right? Definitely yeah. Australian man. There was um, Roland Bateman. You guys want to talk with Roland Bateman again? Yep. Sure, Mr. Bateman. <laughs> um, so you see Roland Bateman. Uh, he enters and uh, he uh, starts to, he just kind of stands there and goes, oh, all right, he's there. Um, <laughs> I heard that all of you wanted a uh, update on how the uh, guinea pig mission has been done. Is that, is that why I'm here? Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, well, they've been responding um, actually fantastically well to the training. I've been working um, with our animal husbandry, and we have uh, found a way to train them where in exchange for, um, you know, a, a small amount of, of treats, they are able to work as a, um, through the tests that we've been doing in our um, kind of protected lab outside of the base, 
they have been able to identify infected persons. Um, okay. Obviously, fully turned zombies. Not by infected persons, I don't mean someone who's just been infected, but not turned. We don't have any way to know if they could do that or not. Um, but they have been able to, um, when they are here, a zombie, they kind of let off, when they smell a zombie, they let off a kind of high pitched squealing. Um, and they do this based off of the smell mainly. And they are able to do this um, at, a, at a fairly large distance, um, you know, uh, about a football field's distance is usually a, around where they can go. Um, but it's not sight based, so they can see around corners, smell around corners and stuff like that. Um, and oh, it is about field. time for us. That's good. Yeah, we've, it's about time for us to get it out in the field and working with our expansionary force to try to see if these guinea pigs could possibly aid in the detection of zombies um, in the field and to maybe um, limit the chances of being surprised by a wandering horde out of sight. Okay. This is good news. This is great news, actually. Uh, afterwards, we should speak with the general. Yeah. To ensure a guinea pig division about three to four guinea pigs per squad so they can detect whenever infected come up to them. This will save lives. Thank you. Yeah, yes. thank you very much, sir. I always knew when I joined this base as head of guinea pigs that I would be saving lives. <laughs> I'm so glad that this is where we've come. But yes, you're, I'll, you're I'll, doing I'll, the Lord's work. Thank you, Mr. Guinea Pig. I'll, I'll get back to I'll get back to it. Uh, <clears throat> we've been updating our guinea pig housing facilities to kind of better facilitate the training. So Hopefully, uh, hopefully it will even uh, help us further push on our work. So, appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Thank um, you, Mr. Bateman. Uh, so, what Mr. Bateman just said made me think of something, guys. Uh, could we have a conversation about setting up a, a force to try to communicate with other bases to see if, because we know the government put others around and just to try to open a larger network of communication. I know we already said last time that the expansionary forces are gonna expand our radio field and our frequencies, but um, maybe just have a group solely dedicated to that. Hopefully we can meet up with other people. Uh, I remember whenever we discussed the, the three layers we're having, mm -hmm. we have one defensive layer and then we have 50 extra soldiers, which are going to do two separate jobs. Mm -hmm. One is to find survivors, one is to find food. Yeah. I want to split that into three and the thirds because at that point I, feel like I, I don't even think I don't even think it's outside because I think we know by this point that there's no base directly in our vicinity. I think it's just trying to maybe strengthen our connection in terms of technology and improve it to be able to reach a wider net. Okay. So then, I, yeah, it's more like scientists in the base tinkering around oh, trying okay. to um, get us in contact with people. In that point, um, since we have to increase the radio field mm -hmm. to find other bases, I like what we're doing now. It's not slow and steady, but it's careful. Mm -hmm. And especially in this situation, I think it works in spanning the radio fields. The first thing for our scientists, you know, as soon as we get that field, it's good to go. Uh, mm -hmm. Personally, I don't see anything uh, we need to change, but if you feel like there is something we need to change, I'd love to hear it. Um, I, I have a question as the uh, as Tony, your uh, computers. Um, you guys have said we're expanding out the radio field for the base. Yeah. What exactly is being broadcast over this radio? It's a very good question, Tony. It um, is the um, the entire B movie script going from <laughs> the first part of go you like jazz. No, it's um all right. A typical communication thing. This is base, yada yada yada. Looking for survivors. Uh, maybe not that though. 
Yeah. Because we only have so many beds. Like, I don't think it's like a, everyone who's hurt come here. I I think okay. it's, we have wep, like, we, um, we are a research facility. We have weapons, but like, hit us up if, <laughs> if you hear this and we'll have a <laughs> chat, you know? Imagine being- Are we in need of a certain- <laughs> person now taking applications but be careful i have a gun <laughs> you know i'd love everyone to come out to our place unless we should have a decoy outpost <laughs> a decoy outpost yeah oh that we send them to and then we can vet them well that's kind of um, sus okay we can what do, would um, we do? <laughs> if they can reach back out or they can get close to that second perimeter fence and then we can have a group meet up with them first yeah okay. But oh, further them, like, away from where we obviously are. Longitudes and latitudes, and we're like, this is our point of entry kind right. of a deal, but have it be a little separated along yeah. that perimeter. Because we don't want them to know exactly where we are. Let's see, if you give me the long sheer latitudes. People could show up and take over and take over stuff. That's a good point. It's a greater number than us. If they have more than 500 people whole, and they right. take over us. So I'll just, we should uh, have like a good. We're dropping yeah, a little long and lad a little far away from the actual base. Right. Like, uh, hey, man. Yeah, so so I, I think it's just, yeah. So it's like, um, we are a research outpost of the, of the United States government, because I think we're still yeah. a part of that, even though it has kind of crumbled a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, just we're an outpost of the US government, uh, currently researching the zombie virus. Um, here are our coordinates if you wish to make contact in person. Right. And it's just like a smaller unit with some fencing. Maybe an underground tunnel. We can use the uh, guinea pigs to dig it. We can use that weird, what was the guy? What, what did Mr. Mario say? <laughs> what were those? We could use yeah. them. Maybe if we took that thing and we made it bigger, we could yeah. use it. Yeah. yeah. Underground? Yeah. That makes sense. And that's how we can move people over there, you know, transport them safely from this outpost at least a few miles or a mile out or something mm. yeah and then um, they go there and then they get talked to and then it's like no or yes and then you go back underground and they get taken in. okay so it's just okay <laughs> interesting so i will i will uh i will make sure oh wait riverman peaches say other bases may be hostile do we want to give them a point of contact we broadcast jazz and only jazz. <laughs> like jazz. Only jazz. Um, and their final suggestion was that we send them to a maze. I'm glad I opened the chat. I never checked the chat, but um, they send them to a maze. I like the maze. We, the maze it's, to it's, the a series, it's a series of tests, out, so only the worthy make contact. You get to the middle, you get our coordinates. You can come to our base. Um, but that all actually right, does so remind like a me. Test. Um, actually, in the maze. actually, while you all are debating this, you actually um, get a, 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 a I'm going to assume you guys have some kind of communication. They'll say it's like basically walkie talkies. A walkie talkie starts going off. It's basically um, not like your emergency, emergency walkie talkie, but it's like a, a channel for important business. Mm. Um, and you hear somebody go, um, hello there. Um, is the council around? The council meeting still? Yeah. Yeah, um, three of us, but yeah. Um, yes, this is Avery Dominguez. Uh, <laughs> I'm at the front of the base. Um, we have a visitor. Okay. Oh. Shit. Um, would you, what is the, what do we do? 
I think well, we go for the, the, vis the visitor, um, we put them in the quarantine area and the not the innermost part of the base, but there's an outer inner area. We put them in there until we can completely vet them. Yeah, we go to we go to them. So if we want to talk to him, we we walk over to that quarantine bay and we have a chat with him. Okay. Ooh. Yes. Uh, we we yeah. So that's where we currently have them. Um, I was just more curious um, when you guys wanted to do the vetting procedure. How long has it been since he's been here, or have since they've been here? Um, they've been here for about, uh, well, we ran into them out in the field. They were wandering around our territory. One of our scouting parties ran into them. Um, and we brought them this way to, um, well, we brought them as you were informed, as you asked us to, and we put them in the quarantine area. Um, but at this point, we didn't know. Um, they've been searched. They don't have any bites or scratches that we can locate. Um, and... I didn't know if you guys wanted to start questioning them to see if they were going to be permitted to enter the base or not after their quarantine time is up. Okay. We'll take yeah, a look. Let's, uh, let's go check them out. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Give it the better my trusty M9. Let's go. Oh, also, <laughs> also, it looks like Josh is, is finally joined us. Josh. Oh, my God. Sorry, the, oh the district's yet to be determined had a meeting. And so I had to be there for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's this weird thing I, I know all the districts two and seven have been calling me this weird pipe situation it just it won't stop i hate <laughs> all of you so much of this pipe situation oh my goodness oh, god so many well, apparently we're gonna get gu guinea pigs to do all of our digging for us so that problem solved <laughs> See, what i just said yeah. thank, pipes. thank goodness this is on z-span i'm pretty caught up <laughs> so are you guys uh, are you guys ready to go talk to our mysterious bunker Arrival. I would no. like to say when Councilman Robbins enters, I give him a, a good clasp of the arm. I say, "Hello, brother." <laughs> Hello, brother. You gotta do the whole Colgan voice, though. Hello, brother. Hello, brother. <laughs> um, all right. So you guys, you guys don't obviously enter completely into the to the facility. Well, you guys enter into the facility for the quarantining, but basically, there's the um, like a bulletproof mirror, one-way, whatever, the glass. One-way, two-way mirrors aren't, which way is the correct way? Because you can say one-way mirror or two-way mirror and it means the same thing. So does it not matter? Yeah. It's one-way one mirror. Way. Okay. I've never yeah. heard anyone say two-way mirror, bro. <laughs> like, um, pretty that's just one. a window. <laughs> yeah. no, you know what, Tony? That's, that's the dumb fucking question for this week. <laughs> not pipes, but it's windows. Two-way two window? windows. So is a zero-way window a wall? And as Don, as Don is saying that, as Councilman Don is saying that, he trips and he falls and his pants fall down and everyone sees his butt. So, with the, you know, Tony system, you're not supposed to have sarcasm. So just take us to the take us to the prisoner. Or, 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 the guest, not the prisoner. <laughs> take us to the prisoner. Um, you arrive and you see there's a man sitting at a desk. Um, well, it's like a, a lightly furnished room. There's like a basically like a hotel room. There's a small desk, a bed. It, it, it's a pretty comfortable space, but it's not like huge or overly furnished or anything like that. Um, he's sitting there. It's um, just a, a, a dude. He's about, he looks like he's, you know, he's about maybe around six feet. He's got brown hair. He is sitting in kind of this dirty gray suit. Um, and he's just kind of sitting at a table, kind of tapping his fingers, and you see his leg kind of shaking nervously as he kind of looks around the room, um, surveying his surroundings. Uh, can we knock? Like, are we going in to the room? 
just yes, tap on the glass. Know. Like we're at a zoo. A speaker? Don't we speak over <laughs> Yes, there's a speaker yeah. that you can talk okay. to if you wish. Why don't we well, engage sir, what, that way? Well, sir, what's your name? Oh, well, oh, oh <laughs> sorry. Um, hi, uh, my name's John Johnson. John Johnson. Yes. Perfect. Mr. Johnson, what brings you to our base? Um, well, I was um, wandering um, through this hellscape and um, <laughs> a bunch of guys with guns came up to me and they said, do you want to come back to the base? And I thought I'm dead anyway, if I don't. So um, well, that's here not true. I am now. What's the deal here? What's the, am I going to get, am I going to get can, eaten? Can I, can I, you're I free the, to leave I'm, at I'm, any time. Wait, no, I cover the, I cover the microphone. Guys, Encouraged. I, I think. I think this will. Wow, Josh really doesn't like this fucking guy. <laughs> I think. Um, well, yeah, oh, wait, it might just be, like... I think it might be better if. Can I go in and like look him in the eyes? He's clearly very <laughs> nervous. Can we talk to him? Like, we don't have to like be have a divide. They checked him. He's not hurt. He doesn't have a weapon on him. Like, what's what's he gonna do? Oh, I just go over to the two way side of the two way one way mirror. I, I forgot to mention that there are uh, two big katanas on his back. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> he has a machine gun. <laughs> he has a 50 cal strapped to his leg. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not but, a 50 cal. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. But can I... Can, can someone come with me? Can I have another person or all of us go in together so like he can't strangle me? But we should talk to him face to face. He's our first person. He's our first guest. It's like treat him like a human. It's been a rough life out there, you know. Has he been fed? <laughs> yeah, has he? Has he been fed? Is he clothed? Yeah, he's wearing like a gray suit. All right. Sorry. Yeah. So who's gonna who's gonna come in with me, guys? Come on. Well, you will. Of course. Of course. Linnea. Let's go. All right. Perfect. This is this yeah. is a designated survivor scenario. <laughs> is that all right if I stay on the other side of the glass on this one? Josh, it's you okay. and me, buddy. Let's, Let's go. go. Good. Let's do this. And I knock on the door. Um. Yeah. Is this a different person? The people who were talking to me <laughs> come in. I. Yes. <laughs> we say over the intercom. Yes. This. This is different people. Just as they are coming in, so it might be like a little bit of ventriloquism. Okay. Great. Hey. Um, Hi, Hi, Mr. Johnson. How are you? There's actually, there's four of us at the council today. We're the, the leaders of this bunker. It's nice to meet you. Uh, it's me. It, it's uh, Councilperson Anderson. And on the other end, the voices you heard were Councilman Dictine and Councilman Robbins. Oh, Hi. okay. Hi. okay. Uh, nice to meet you all. Um, yeah, so once again, same general question. Um, why, what's, what's the deal here? Well, first, how long you've been wandering around? Yeah, well, we're, been wondering? we should yeah. explain our situation you're, you're a little actually, bit more. Uh, Mr. Johnson, you're actually yes. our first guest. And so we would just feel a little more comfortable if you gave us some okay. more information before we gave you ours. Okay, I, I guess that's fair. Um, my name is John Johnson. I worked as an accountant, um, specifically in accounts receiving um, for a small. I, um, I, I grab it, try to slam it on the ground. <laughs> I hate accountants. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> um, well, that was a lot. Uh, I, I, yeah, I just uh, worked for accounts receiving um, when this apocalypse thing kind of happened. Um, and since then, I've been kind of just um, bouncing around, um, trying not to get eaten. 
fair. Been were, going you, were you in the Portland area? Why are uh, Why are you up here? Uh, yeah, I worked in Portland. I worked uh, for a small company there. Um, and for a while, for about six months after the apocalypse started, I kind of just boarded up in my house. Um, and then when all the food ran out, then I started uh, wandering. At that point, um, the city had been kind of picked pretty clean. So I kind of have just been going around. Uh, I've stopped. I've ran into a few camps of people, but... Um, Never how uh, would you be able to tell us where and how many camps if we got you a map of the area? Uh, I maybe I could probably do general directions. It's not okay. uh, cartography or whatever is in my specialty. Uh, it's they mostly seem just like random groups, small families, stuff like that. I didn't run into like any any banded camps or anything like that. Okay. If that's what you're worried about. Um, it seems that although things are settled in some fashion out there, uh, there's still, you know, people are afraid to gather in large groups anywhere because it really seems to uh, attract the zombies quicker if, if the numbers are larger. Any family? Um, I mean, I had parents, I haven't talked to them since communication went down. Um, single? You know, uh, not the best market to be, to be meeting anyone. No kids, nothing like that. Um, Have you been traveling but, yeah. alone the whole time? Um, for a majority of it, I, I there's a there's a family I was traveling with for a short period of time. Um, we got separated though uh, when we ran into a horde of zombies. And I couldn't connect back with them. So after that, How... I've just been wandering by myself. Have you uh? I'm, we're almost done with the questions. I'm sorry, Mr. Johnson. Um, have you come into close contact with zombies? Now, I know you said you saw a horde, uh, but I mean like close proximity-wise. Have you come into contact with any? Uh, and then, no, I, no, not not really. Um, once again, okay. we, really the, the technique we've been using is to keep our distance, um, if at all possible, uh, kind of the last four the last time i actually even remember seeing one was the horde and uh we kind of booked it out of there really quickly um i hid out in a building for a while and then although i saw some in the street i never physically came in contact with any of them okay councilman dicting councilman robbins do you have any questions for our guest no he seemed to answer me. Good. Well, so far, I don't have anything. Do you have any hobbies? Do I have any hobbies? Um, mm -hmm. Accounting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I collected stamps. I, um, I, I, I'm really good at solitaire. Um, <laughs> a lot of that, like on my computer sometimes. Um, you have a computer? No, I mean, not anymore, but when I okay. had a computer, you know, played solitaire on there a lot. Um, you're a pretty gamer. Super... Good gaming. So you, you you're want... a gamer. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I play Minesweeper and Solitaire, so if that counts as a gamer. Then... Don't don't come at Minesweeper. I'm breaking character. Minesweeper's <laughs> an amazing game. Don't do that. <laughs> but do you want to continue wandering? Um. Not particularly. You guys have an opening. Well, can you work? 
And something I other mean, than accounting, manual labor? I get probably. I mean, I I can't see why not. I'm just don't lick your lips after you say that, Don. <laughs> Are you are you willing to quarantine for a while before you know we fully um, let you back in with everybody just to be safe? How long is a while? Uh, are, how, how much uh, do you know about the zombie thing? A little over a week should be the limit because that's when yeah, people I, actually turn. I pull out my Tony, my portable Tony. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, Tony. Um, what have the doctor said is the recommended uh, quarantine time? Yes, the longest that it should take for an infection to take hold over the body should be about one week. Anything after that should clear the person of any possible contagion. Thank you, Tony. Cool, so think, a week. I think it should be two weeks for that infection and others. In case we don't want other sicknesses on the face. Yeah, because they have measles or smallpox or polio. For that. Um, well, Mr. Johnson, um, I go up and I shake his hand. Uh, we are a research facility trying to find a cure. For when you shake his hand, it's a it's an aggressively average handshake. You get back. <laughs> I would write that down. Like That's important. Or something. Or just no hand. He, <laughs> we are a research facility trying to find the um, the the cure to the zombie virus. We are um, what we know of to be what's left of the United States government. What? Neat. That's cool. Yep. So, but we do have um, root. We we have beds and we need labor. So, if you're willing to work, you can have a bed here. Uh, that seems fair to me. Um, yeah. So I just stay in this room for a, a couple weeks and then I, then we're good. Yep. Yeah, we'll, uh, if you give us one moment, uh, we're just going to go confer in the other room with the other council people, and uh, we'll be back and we'll let you know, okay? Okay. Thank you, Mr. Johnson. And you, you guys exit, and you guys have uh, gotten back behind the mirror. This bitch is kind of sus. His handshake, whack. <laughs> whack. <laughs> His face, whack. His suit, whack. whack. Me? <laughs> but, I don't know, I mean... Linnea said it best last time for a Wayne Price. Why don't we just send him out for scouting? <laughs> well, I mean, okay, it's the hold on. Process. We do need manual labor. Yes, <laughs> like we do. Regardless, we, do we need someone to be doing inventory. We, we have, actually, we have decided that we want to try and save people if we can. If this guy doesn't have any immediate. What? reasons or red flags to not throw him out we should quarantine him and see if he's willing to work if not we have a tube straight to the core of the earth <laughs> we, don't, we don't gotta put anyone on any missions we, we, we can just i mean diego said it best that handshake was aggressively average i mean what yeah, are we really can't, can't trust that guy we're striving for we can right. gain more than we stand to lose at this point Yes, I agree. Well, I'm down to let him in with yeah. supervision. Yeah. I, I also think we should have a, we'll discuss this probably at a later point when Councilman, um, I forgot Kalen's last name, can join us. Um, Did we turn I, off I think, the speaker? Also... Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. good. <laughs> <laughs> I, think we, I think we also have a, there should be a path to residency of some sort. 
Because, yeah. like, we let him in after quarantining, but if he's, like, a total dick, like, a month in, we should still have the right legally within our system. He needs a mentor like, assigned to him. Time to go. <laughs> like, you are bad and you don't fit in with us. Please leave. Yeah. But it's, yeah. like, he gets taken under some guidance or something. Right? We no, should assign no. mentors. Do, do you not think so, Don? No, I was thinking of something else, but at the same time when she said mentors, I was thinking of, like, AA, like, he's a sponsee this coming into the group <laughs> well you okay. know really it just sounds to me like this man is very boring so you pair him up with someone exciting like easy e baby <laughs> easy <laughs> but real quick the biggest question is this man's suit was it from men's warehouse we got a judge's uh, man as well no this was a jc penny suit oh well sponsored down the tube i'm sorry uh, co construction oh, wow. is sponsored by JC Penny, where <laughs> shopping is a pleasure. I don't, I don't, I don't know. What JC Penny, where all our clothes are very average. <laughs> I, I say we let him in. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Yeah. Well, yeah. quarantine him, right? Yeah. Keep him yeah. out, but um, he gets Council. one phone call. <laughs> Council person Anderson, do you want to let him know? Um, no, you got this. <laughs> Council person Robbins, do, are we doing like scary intimidation over the microphone or we want to go back in and look at the I, eyes? You've, you've already, you, you've already made the connection here. I think we just sort of established that. All right. I kick the door down. <laughs> I, I muscle my way into the room and I shake his hand and I say, yeah, you're urine. We just got to quarantine you for a few weeks. And um, just so you know, there um We'll get back to you with the details later, but we do want to warn you, we have the right, if things don't work out between you and the rest of our community, we may ask you to leave at a certain point within the next few months. But, um, so just keep your head down, you know, do your job and, and you should be good, okay? Okay, um, for this next two weeks or whatever. Um, you want a book? Yeah, I was gonna ask like, can I have a book or something? Yeah, what, what do you oh, want? Maybe a couple books. Um, do you have... Uh, <laughs> what book? <laughs> you have Let's the, give him... Uh, the, the Gaming Almanac by Wayne Price. <laughs> Tony, please ship over the Gaming Almanac by uh, Wayne Price over to uh, uh, Quarantine Room number one. Yes, yeah, we'll do that. If you just see out of the wall, a book pops out, um, <laughs> and and sitting standing on the cover, you see your boy Wayne Price, and he's wearing you know, one of those headsets around his neck. And he's doing that exact pose, yeah, he's like that, um, standing in front of a beef Price, baby. <laughs> um, and on the monitor, you see um, four consecutive games of Minesweeper playing at the same. Um, let's give him, oh, also a deck of playing cards for if he can play solitaire. I feel like that's yeah. very humane of us. Yeah, you uh, give him the deck of cards and you see him, he takes them out and he starts to shuffle them. And when he does, um, the cards kind of spray out a little bit and then he kind of awkwardly goes down and starts scooting them back into a pile. <laughs> so can we give him a VR headset with like, you know, an actual minesweeper simulator? <laughs> Except it's actually just a bomb that goes off. Is that we have a... I love that. Um, this is our first prisoner, right? So what we need Guys, is he's not one... our prisoner. <laughs> Council person Anderson. <laughs> I'm sorry. Our first visitor. Um, Why are those words so close? <laughs> <you know? laughs> 
Latin, but some we need somebody designated or a group of people designated to communicate or like give these people socialization like three hours a day. Oh, so yeah. they're not just like sitting in a room alone? Yeah, yeah so like we learn more about them through whatever community outreach is. Mm. Like, Josh had a look on his face. Josh, what are you saying? I think Josh well, had... that was... well yeah, I was I was great with it. it was like, you know, we're keeping him company, and then it's like, but we're keeping him company so we can squeeze information out of him. No, no, no. To captivity. learn about him. That's that's yeah, literally yeah, how we meet mm. humans in general. Okay. Well, when you put okay, I'm more okay with yeah. that. Less okay so, with so, like bugging I mean, him. Yeah, we we put people. I mean, we still have microphones and cameras in this room. Oh, right. Uh, in case he turns into a zombie on us. But um, I do think, like, so it's less formal, but, like, you know, we get, yeah, like, so Johnny two shoes to go hang out with him. And then after he swings by the council office, and he's like, hey, he's kind of chill. Or, yeah. or he's a total asshole. Yeah, they just they do basic right. after. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Red flags and such or not. Did, 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 mm. How many I mean, people we can, can ask have... him if he has a criminal background. We can't guarantee an no, honest not answer. That, but... I mean, you can just... Like, some people oh. are just not very nice. You know, we you didn't ask. What's a criminal background? What is that? I know, honestly. It's the apocalypse. A lot of stuff has happened. Like, you know, oh, no, I'm not gonna... I'll just try to cover all our bases. <laughs> <laughs> We've already let him in, though, so we... I mean, we could just kick him out, too. <laughs> you know, like... I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, you know. What if he's a scout? Mm. I also forget that we have vents oh. that go to the surface. We don't have to keep going, sending things into the core. Um, things can go up th as well. That's a, uh, that is an excellent point, Councilman Dicting, that I had not thought of, actually. Um, <laughs> interesting. Wait, what was the, what was, did Don bring up? What if he's a scout? Mm. For the zombies or? <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> the zombies. Yes, there's a really leader. It's called really sophisticated. Smarter than we think. Who knows? I mean, at that point, we gotta really trust our defenses here, unless we want to start slaughtering everyone who comes to the door. Yeah. I mean, how how would it be helpful for him to be a scout? Do you think he'd be like trying to find a way to open up the entrance from the inside? Is well, that... he already knows where we are now, what our defenses right. look like, what our quarantine area looks like, and since he's talked with us, he knows the process of getting in. And so, That's if we cool. let him out, then everyone would know that. Right, okay. so this is a this is a yeah, guarded we have, gated community. I say yeah, we let him in. Defenses, yeah, I, I we have our defenses. I say still let him in. I I don't see a problem with him so far. Even if he is, we can keep him under some surveillance. But I would hope our defenses are well enough to deal with some ragtag also, group of yeah. hooligans. And he would only be a And he's only he seen left. like one part of our defenses. You know, like he's only seen like the one area that they picked him up in. And our gate. They brought him Although in. I, I would say um, maybe we should add a new policy when they find people out there. I know this sounds like very like evil, but like, you know, like yeah. blindfold them or something so that yeah. if this does happen, they don't like know specifically where we are. They that just works. know. Yeah. Just to be safe. Mm. Oh, it's gonna be really awkward when they're getting blindfolded. Like, don't we're not, we're not gonna kill you. Um, it's fine. Just, just <laughs> blindfold on. It's okay. No worries, <laughs> homie. It'll be good. Tony, yeah, precaution. Or as in the computer yeah. system. 
Mm-hmm. Would it would one could one of our building projects be building a bunch of VR headsets so that whenever we do find people out in the wilderness, instead of blindfolding them, we can give them something pleasant or like a game or something, um, as opposed sure. to just darkness? Uh, sure, I guess that that could be what my um, my facilities do. I could build some some. How heavy are these VR headsets? Headsets. Like, um, how much? And how many are we know. carrying with us? Each yeah. Round, each time people go out. Because if like something happens to them, like how many of these? Yeah. Do we have? Um, I mean, I considering usually I'm building you know mining facilities and um, structural defenses. Well, I think well, I could build quite a few gaming headsets. It's not for it's not for you. Tony, it's the sense of if we have a scouting mission of five people walking around, how much weight are they carrying on their backs? And oh. if, because like, what if they run into a group of ten? Are they carrying ten? Can they be them? like? Are they light as swimming goggles? Is it? Are we that advanced in the future? Can, can they be like um, that? And then maybe like the bigger, not swimming, not like those ones, but like those ones. Oh yeah, then whatever. Yeah. Like safety yeah. goggles. Yeah. 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 Sure, I could do that. Then we Why can not? just keep those yeah everyone carries two as long as they don't have pipes on them i can do it oh i'm i'm thinking like two pipes in this design <laughs> even if our tony's not that be... advanced i'm sorry but our even tony's Tony outdated can we get the microsoft updated version of you you'd have to talk to the tony specialist she's the one in charge of my update <sighs> what's the number i'll put on whoa <laughs> whoa wait a second though what it's just opened up a whole new can of worms. <laughs> the apocalypse oh, is real. We're in the simulation. Where Did is the creator of Tony? Uh, it's not one oh. of my creators, but it's a specialist who um, focuses on Tony-based systems. She is here to perform maintenance and make sure that my systems function properly. She's in the manifest. That's right. That's right. That's right. Who made you? Um... Who is your daddy? Who made you? (laughs) Um, I was made by, um, I actually don't know. I don't know. That's the, that's my big quest for this season. I'm going to find out who made, no, I I don't, it doesn't matter. Tony, a guy named Tony made. I think we're asking this question way too late. Episode six. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. (laughs) Like, who who are you? Like, oh, don't worry about it. (laughs) But, But also this would be around the time we would start to actually question the, yeah, anyway. So this is the time mm-hmm. we all sleep with like a gun under a pillow, like the other councilmen are out to get me. Tony's here. He's gonna be AI. Tony's gonna kill me, bro. Just natural curiosity. Anyway. Tony's gonna pull a uh what's the name of that guy in Wally? No, he's gonna pull like a two thousand one how nine thousand. I'm sorry, Dave. I can't let you do that. I mean, if I wanted to kill you guys, I could have done it already. So <laughs> I'm sorry, John. Johnson. Tony has plans. You can't play Who's solitaire. <laughs> we, we, we've met it way further than I intended on this for sure. Yeah. Uh, no, Marcy Eines is the one who works as the Tony Systems engineer. I don't know why you guys haven't met her or anything, but if you have, if you believe that there's a malfunction, you can always talk to her. Can we, can yeah, Tony gives me too much backlash. I, I don't like it. His sass level is really turned up. That is one thing about our Tony. Can we get her to like make adjustments on Tony? Um, I guess technically. You yeah, could. we'd like her to run a test and run through all the different emotions while Tony, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, runs through his general phrases. Is there a demo <laughs> mode of Tony? Um, yeah, but I mean, you guys already paid for the membership. You don't have to use the trial for it. 
Wait, we're paying for you? This is bullshit. I don't like this. What are we paying with? <laughs> we're paying Most with cash. cold cash. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the you guys you guys are out foraging out in the wild for Cole's cash. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, is there any any anything else you guys want to do today? I think I'm good for um, now. We've yeah, we let bases. John Johnson in. Um, can I go visit my boy Easy E real quick, just to say yeah. hey? Yeah. Hey. And hey, just bro. curious, how's that guy doing? That wasn't supposed to be in the tube. Easy E, my that's boy. Easy E. Okay, yeah, wait. He's what's the gamer's name? Wayne Price. Okay. Wayne Price. Can, we, can you catch me up on Easy E real quick before we we see him? Yeah. Um, Easy is a plant. Easy was a man found in cryogenic. Cryogenically frozen. Right. Uh, okay. He was supposed to be a man named Elijah Vanderbilt Sr. Um, instead, they got Elijah Vanderbilt II, who goes by EZ, um, who, <laughs> um, who is not a uh, one of the world's foremost historians, but is in fact a guy who worked at a surf shop um, who was staying in his grandfather's mansion to weather out the apocalypse when they came to pick up the grandfather and instead got cryogenically frozen in his place. Um, and further tests then put up a discrepancy in the system after he had been frozen saying that he was not who was supposed to be in the two. Um, so they met easy. Um, I, I guess at this point, he's nearing the end of the time you guys asked him to stay in so, like confinement essentially or d how long was he supposed to stay in that cell you guys said you were going to figure out a place for him to go i said a week linnea said two weeks so i guess a week and a half so if, that, <laughs> if that's the case then he, he's days. been let then he's been let out at this point he's out and about been let loose yeah has he been assimilating well oh, well let's ask him let's go visit him and let's yeah. see yeah we're doing like a wellness check from exactly. the council um, hello mr guys, e how are you um, yeah, you guys go and you um, you find he's in the he's sitting in basically in the gaming area thing. There is like a secondary kind of viewing space, and Wayne is up there um, playing. Um, he's playing four consecutive games of Minesweeper at the same time, um, just clicking away. Good, click, 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 click. Going oh crazy. And you um, you see Easy is there sitting. Um, he's the only one watching, but he is watching from the seats. Um, and you all uh, sit down next to him. Ah, oh, what's up, my guys? How's it going? Hey, easy. How's the show going? How you doing, man? You oh, fun? it's going. It's going well. Oh, you don't have to be quiet. Wayne doesn't mind. Do you mind, Wayne? <laughs> just, just see Wayne give a thumbs up. Like Wayne doesn't even pay attention. He's just so into these games of Minesweeper that he's playing. So he, he like he does a thumbs up in the mind one of the Minesweeper games. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, yeah. What can I do for you guys? What's up? Yeah, yeah, bro. We're just checking to see how your how your time here has been. You oh, know, I'm, how you been? Yeah, it's been great. You know, it's been fun. You know, you're I like in your up. room. You're like, a, yeah. I know you're in districts yet to be determined. How's that going? Did you go to the I, council meeting earlier for that for that district? The district no, meeting? I didn't. No, I. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I'll I'll send you the notes. Great. I'll uh, check those out probably. Um, yeah, no, it's been sweet. I just kind of wake up every morning and like I go see what jobs are up, you know. Uh, yesterday I got to like 
pet some guinea pigs. That was cool. Um, <laughs> the day before, uh, like we were like training them to do shit or something. I don't know. That was weird. Um, they were really big guinea pigs. I thought they were like dogs at first, but apparently they were guinea pigs. Uh, then, you know, I've been doing that. Uh, I've been doing some janitorial work. Um, there's a guy, uh, Luigi, he's been, he's been pretty cool. Um, we found some weird looking pipes. That's what they told me they were. I had no, I'd never seen anything like it before. <laughs> um, it's been, it's been fun, you know? And then I come in here and I, I spend my points. I watch old Wayne the Gamester here weave his magic and I uh, just kind of chill. It's been pretty great. Well, as long as you're doing work every day, that, that makes us happy, right guys? Yep. Right guys? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> great. Meeting. great. Well, obviously, if there's ever anything I can do to help you guys out, if you need another council member or whatever, just hit me up. <laughs> my schedule's pretty free. I could totally uh, bring my uh, my own uh, my own ideas that I've been. Well, hey, up. if you want to oh. be involved in civic discourse, I know uh, Councilman Roberts would would love you at the district meetings. <laughs> just the look on josh's yeah. face yes i would absolutely <laughs> oh that's great assistant. i had i had ideas because i mean the, i was thinking because i used to run a surf shop like you guys should have like a wave pool or something vr headsets that made you feel like you were surfing yeah that'd be cool or just like put a beach in here or yeah we'll do that <laughs> Yes, Mr. E. We will look into that for you. Yeah, yeah. so that's just like, that's one of my ideas. Hey, bring that to the next uh, uh, district meeting. You want to hear my other idea? At the next district meeting. <laughs> <laughs> here's, a, here's a sneak peek. It's like a beach, but it's at a lake. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. E. I cannot wait to hear this at the next city council meeting. All right. Well, I'm back to, back to what I was doing. All right, cool. Have Easy a good hour. one. Hey, if you ever need anything, swing by District Two. Me and the me and the missus will cook you up some dinner. All right, I'll see you later, bud. All right. Sounds good. Married? <laughs> I guess I am. <laughs> Diego's married as well. Who are you married to, Diego? Yeah. Whoa. I'm married to. Wait, let me pull up the list. Pick a random name <laughs> from the list. Not too old, if you could. <laughs> um, wait so whoa, whoa, whoa. Just, just give this entirely into tony's hands yeah yeah tony yeah who, tony tony i i have trouble remembering who am i married to tony i have a d20 uh, right here i am i am showing that you married ella louise trevino after meeting her two weeks ago <laughs> yep um, sounds about right how could i forget oh, it's like a disney movie she's an actor working um one of the miscellaneous hires for the base well, that's good. Wow. Good. Um, hey guys, we should... didn't have a wedding. We should party this week. Council yeah, so... meeting. Oh, drinks are on me after at the bar. After. And so, the... like, you're Here's her the... boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and here's a reminder. You asked me to remind you to get her a gift for her 31st birthday next week. Oh, right. What are we going <laughs> to... I'll get her a necklace of bullets. Get her a walker. That's a waste <laughs> of bullets. Discharge bullets from zombies. Does does anyone else want a wife or husband? Uh, Anyone else? Or want an adopted kid? (laughs) I'll adopt a kid. His name is Donald Jr. (laughs) 
Uh, I, unfortunately, there are no Donald Juniors in the base. His name was uh, Steven, but now his name. His style is Donald Jr. But dad, I want to be called Steven. No, son, you're Don Jr. I think there actually is one orphan in your base. Oh, hell yeah. That kid's oh, not going to be happy. Oh, no. <laughs> can oh, I, no, can I adopt no. a guinea pig? Can I, can I take there's one not, into my home? Um, I mean, probably, probably. There's like a million and a half of them. I mean, you know, I think we got enough to go around. All right, Josh gets a guinea pig. Anyone else wants something? <laughs> I think someone should be dating multiple people. It's Sean Kaylin or something. I want my all of the issues that come up to council now. Uh, I'm just always going to be upset. Like it's a sitcom. Like oh, the wife. Oh my god. <laughs> she she okay, left the boomer. microwave door open. Oh my goodness. Not again. Your wife wakes you up. Honey, it's time to go to work, but I hate everybody. But you're the city council member. I don't care. Um, well, it sounds like we've we've finished up most of our actual business for today, and we're at around an hour. So I think we're going to wrap it up there, unless anyone has any final business for the bunker. Oh. We're, um, we're all good on building those uh, VR safety goggles to distract our uh, refugees <laughs> as we bring them back to the camp. Our uh, visitors. I guess really quick, we do have to have a vote on that. Everyone for the big next project to be virtual reality goggles. Um, portable virtual reality yeah. goggles. Yes. Cool. Remember to say your vote out loud. Donald says yes. Uh, Councilman Diego says yes. Uh, Councilman of several districts yet to be determined. Josh says yes. Um, do we have enough VR headsets for all students? Um, probably we would have enough. Um, the vote does how, pass. Anderson, how many can you make in a bill. week? What? I can make. I can make. I can make enough <laughs> that that question doesn't matter. <laughs> how about that? Well, I just like so just everyone in the base, and then like enough that we have right, for like people we bring in. Sure. Yeah, I can do that. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. Much it. appreciated, it, Tony. Um, yeah. All right, with that, we're I gonna agree. do our uh, our house cleaning for the week. Um, I have been, I guess I can change my, I, I actually I have a question really quick. Josh, why is only the E-R-T-S of your last name capitalized right now? Oh, because uh, oh, Diego said my last name was Roberts and so I just, I changed it because I thought it was funny. <laughs> okay. I'll fix it again. Um, but I have been your host, one of your hosts, your government master, your all knowing computer, Tony Wilkinson. Um, go ahead and you can check out our other shows on the CoCast Network. We do this show every other week at seven. In the intervening weeks, we have a show called Construction, where we have an hour to come up with a story based off of a series of randomly generated prompts. It's hosted by myself, Josh, Linnea, and um, as well as Paxton Cleaver. Um, and Donald and Diego have both been guests on that podcast at one point or the other. So check that out. It's a, it's a ton of fun. Um, in addition, uh, I'll let one of you plug. I'm sitting in a room and give that information. But um, in addition, we have some live shows coming up. Um, not this um, not this week, but next week, we're opening up a show called Men on the Line. Uh, it is opening at the studio of the Sooner Theater. Uh, on Main Street in Norman, um, and we are having shows at eight o'clock on, on Friday, um, eight o'clock on, oh, sorry, eight o'clock on Thursday, eight o'clock on Friday, and I lied, nine o'clock on Thursday, nine o'clock on Friday, 
and eight o'clock on Saturday. Um, it's a very funny show. It's based off of a radio broadcast of four male feminists who are talking about feminism throughout the play, um, but all the characters are played by women in this production. And it is honestly very funny because they say some very crazy stuff. Um, so come check that out if you're in Norman and looking for some live theater. Um, and everyone else go ahead and talk about whatever you want. I'm Donald and I have nothing to plug except this show. Keep listening in, give it on Spotify, go on a road trip just so you have an excuse to listen to this on the car. But keep in. Thanks for watching. Right for my name is Una Anderson, and I am plugless this week. Thanks for listening. Uh, this has been Councilman Diego de la Espriella, <laughs> and then um, Josh and I are working on this fun, cool thing called I Am Sitting in a Room, which is super fun. If uh, It's basically a one-hour stream of consciousness. I know I've said it a lot of times at the end of these. But if you guys want to be a part of one, we literally take anyone. Um, and, uh, yeah, so just shoot us an email at co.artsproductions at gmail.com or DM us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, and then we'll, we'll get you squared away on how to do all that. But thanks for listening, guys. I have been Josh Robbins. I just want to take thanks, Tony, for producing I Am Sitting in a Room this weekend. I was double booked. Um, and an unusual plug, I'm, I'm turning pens again. Uh, um, they look kind of like this. They're like twist pens, just about any kind. And um, a lot of them, I'm working with a guy on Facebook in a group called Glow Man Dan. And so they're glow-in-the-dark pens. Oh, wait, um, so you, you build that pen? Like you built it? So just this middle part here, I turned Ooh. that and then I get the kits. I get all different kinds of materials and stuff. Oh, cool. I'm going to get one of those, Josh. Hit me up and I'll, I'll buy one. Yeah, definitely. The glow in the dark pens you can find at the Glow Man Dan Facebook group. Um, those are sort of made and sort of dropped as I make them as because trying to keep it fair, keep as many people a chance to get one as I can because mm. they're really limited on the material. And then I make normal pens. You can check them out at uh, Instagram, <laughs> Riverman Peaches Pens. <laughs> Riverman Peaches yeah, Pens. Have a face, have a pen. Yeah. Um, and with that, I think that's going to be all for this week. Um, go ahead and follow us on Spotify, iTunes. We have a YouTube channel, all that stuff. Uh, if, just follow us wherever you can because we love to uh, see those numbers go up. So thank you so much. And until next time, can't we all just get along? And that is it. Now we just oh, wait around. Hopefully it's Smile cut out. Hopefully we're not live. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> um, but Linnea, Don, and Josh, do an episode of I'm Sitting in a Room. For real. Okay. I, I talked to Tony about this, but he said if I do, I probably won't be aired until like 2.30. <laughs>